Hi everybody and welcome back to the Masquerade of Thule, our D&D &D homebrew where we pretend to play Dungeons and Dragons and act goofy. I am your DM, Jacob Stanfill, and uh, this is our fifth session. Hi everybody, I'm Abony, and I'm playing as Sister Phoebe, an elf cleric. And fun fact about my goddess, Angerod, she has six breasts. Oh, nice. bro, what? Oh, you, no, I thought Anger you said on. you. I was like, what? No. You, nice. You've had six boobs this whole time? No. Nice. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sam. I play as Organborg, a orc barbarian. And uh, a fact about Organborg is he's bald. And the saying is, if you rub a bald head, it gives you good luck. But Organborg, his head gives you especially good luck. My name's Nate. I play Rhaegar, a dragonborn fighter. And when dragonborns are sick, they sneeze embers. Oh. Wow. My name is Haley. I'm playing as a human bard named Giselle. And my fun fact is that my favorite bird is a bleeding heart pigeon. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is oh, what? so I'm funny. Sorry. Wow. Wow. Oh, what? Wow. Okay. My favorite bird's a bleeding heart pigeon. I don't know what that is. It looks like it's bleeding from its heart, but oh, that's cool. wow. it's pretty. <laughs> okay, so where we last left off, you guys are at Giselle's father's house, Brock Lorelei, and you have all been preparing. You just caught a bounty to pay your way into the Bywood Talent Show, and you guys have been preparing for your acts. We're, uh, we start off with the sun coming up, and it is the day of the talent show. And the four of you all are in Brock's living room. Giselle, I'm so excited for today. Are you ready? Too. It's going to be awesome, and it's going to blow everyone's mind. We're going to knock your socks off, boys. Sorry, but y'all losing. Facts. No. <laughs> y'all going to get You're smoked. <clears throat> no. Y'all don't get to rub Organborg's head. Yeah, my head's especially... Oily today, so it makes it super lucky. You never heard the bald head reference? No. Anyone with a bald head is good luck, but an orc's bald head is very good luck. Double. Well, it's a good thing we don't need good luck because Giselle is the best singer in Bywood. Yeah, this is true. That's Shitty. right. Brock comes in wearing nothing but a bathrobe. <gasps> Dad, cover up. No, nice. oh, sorry, sorry. I'm pretty covered, but you guys are definitely gonna lose. My daughter's got the best pipes this side of the continent. <laughs> the best pipes? Yeah, like, okay. to sing with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad. Jacob as the DM is confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all never heard that? You got yeah, we did. You know, it's funny the way he said it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, we, to our advantage, you don't know what we're going to do, sir. It doesn't matter. That's how talented my daughter is. Yeah. But I better get ready. I'm working security for this little shindig, he says as he cracks his knuckles and rolls all of his achy joints. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll see you crazy kids down there, although most of you are all... Actually, all of you are adults. But yeah, I'm... Not uh, me. I'm 17. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're a very developed 17-year-old. Big, big and strong. <laughs> All right, well, 
Brock exits the room to get ready. What would you guys like to do? Well, how much time is it before the? You have a little bit of time before the talent show. All right. Uh, you guys still have to sign up though. You have to oh, like, like to once you get, you have to, you have to go sign in at the table. Okay. okay. I guess we need yeah. to go get ready. We'll go sign in. Yeah, yeah. we'll do that first. All right. As you guys head out. You can see there's a lot of people in the streets all walking towards Town Square. And uh, everyone is really happy and really excited. And you see, as you get to the Town Square with uh, Cardius Belcalis's statue atop Megan, her stallion, uh, there's a small table with Mr. Timms and two other people seated there. Mr. Timms! Oh, my trusty young scholars, how are you? Doing good, man. What about you? Oh, just perfect. Perfect. I can't wait to see the talent show. Well, actually, we're here to sign up. Wonderful. Who? Me. Well, who of you are paired together, it's, I mean? It's, it's me and Organborg. We're, we're a team. Ah, yes. The entry fee will be 50 gold, please. Right, here's your 50 gold. Cha-ching, cha-ching, gold noises. <laughs> All right, Mr. Timms takes the gold and puts it into a safe box. He says, I wish you the best of luck, and he hands you a ticket. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Who do we have next? I'm with Giselle. We're going to do a great performance. Oh, yes. that I'm sure, yes. Sister yes, Phoebe. You're going to like it. I will be delighted, Miss Giselle, mm -hmm. but... Like I said, 50 gold, please, for entry. That's fine. Okay. Gold noises. <laughs> All right. Mr. Timms takes it and puts it into the, rec uh, the safe box and gives you a ticket. All right. Everybody roll, or actually, the two teams of you roll initiative. 14. We're going to have a tiebreaker roll there. What'd you roll? Two. They rolled a one, so they got a Alright. Does that mean they're kicked out of the contest? <laughs> no, they're not kicked fail. out. They're not kicked out. It's just an issue. Automatic fail. Alright, so with that, first we have Punk and Funk. Oh. The two twins playing electric lutes. Next, we have we tied on the on that, so I think it'll be it'll be y'all, um, Giselle and Phoebe, with whatever you guys are gonna do. Then we have Yato, the sword performer, and then we have Organborg and Rhaegar with whatever you're gonna do. And last but not least, we have Toral and Quaza, the magicians, with the Beast Boys. <laughs> Please refer yeah. to the Spire stage. All right. So you guys get directed backstage by uh, security. It's just a member of the city watch, and he's helping you guys backstage and shows you the lineup. Uh, someone give me a perception roll. Six. You can tell this is where the contestants go.
Rhaegar also can tell this is where the contestants go. Other than that, <laughs> you can plainly see the other contestants at this point. And uh, you can tell Punk and Funk, who are up first, are twins. And they have two lutes with electricity sparking off of them as they play riffs in preparation for their performance. Oh, wow. And Those guys look scary. Really they do not stand a chance. We've got this. We have sure. a secret weapon. That's true. We do. That's what you think, says either punk or funk. You don't know which one. Who do you think you are? My name's Punk, and this is my brother Funk. Yeah, and we're gonna rock it. Y'all are lame. <laughs> You'll think we're lame when we walk away with the first place prize. Okay, we'll see. Hey, may the best woman win. But you'll be crying when we walk away with that golden fiddle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, next you guys see Yato. Dude, look at this guy's sword. Pretty cool sword. He is dressed in black, almost tactical looking garments. And he has a single sword that is in the... It's a strange shape. It's not common like your typical long sword. It has a slight curve and is only sharp on one edge. It resembles a katana. And you see him practicing slowly motions of downward strikes. And he is doing deep breathing exercises along with that. Does anyone want to talk to Yato? Yato, I've heard you're good with a sword. Ah, uh, yes. And who are you? I'm Rhaegar, and this is my friend, Organborg. What's up? Well, I wish the best of luck to you, too. And to you as well. I, I appreciate any that master the art of swordscraft. Ah, uh, yes. I am a swordsman. Yes. <laughs> he trails off and looks into the distance southward. <laughs> <laughs> is it is, is there something over there? Am I, am I missing something? Uh, it, it matters not. I I wish you the best of luck. Best of luck and to you too. Thank you. Perhaps might we make a deal? How so? I'm interested. I am not interested in the first place prize at all. I came here for Squidward's the Bard's Clary the Clarinet. What would you want with it? That is none of your concern. But what I'm saying is, should I win first place and you win second, I will be more than happy to trade the golden violin for Squidward the Bard's Clary the Clarinet. We we will consider your offer. We'll think about it. Please, keep it in mind. I'm going to go up to Giselle and Phoebe. Hey, guys. Uh, Yato said that he doesn't want first place. He doesn't care about the golden fiddle. He wants the clarinet of Squidward. The bard. The bard. <laughs> Giselle, do you know anything about this clarinet? Is there anything special that you know of? I don't know anything. Mm. I don't trust this man. Me neither. neither. He seems suspicious. He's he looks too, like he's seen some shit. He's too... <laughs> 
Perfect. <laughs> Yato flexes as he strikes down his imaginary foe in preparation for his act. God, look at him go. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Who's next? The la- lastly, you see uh, a man wearing a top hat and holding a stick beside a woman who is in a box. And this, this is presumably Toral and Quaza, the magicians. Hey, guys. Why, hello there, young man. Might I interest you in a little trick? Sure. <laughs> Toral pops out from his stick a coin. And he hands it to Rhaegar. Oh, wow. Can I have this? Yes, it'll come in handy later. I'm afraid this is a long trick. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine then. You can just throw it away, my friend. Is anything going to happen to it? You'll only find out at the end of the trick. I'm keeping the coin. <laughs> I, like I put it in my back pocket. <laughs> All right. And, uh... The lady inside the box says, Oh, this is going to be fun. I take the coin back <laughs> out and I throw it away. Uh, okay, whatever you want to do, my nice volunteer. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right, and then you guys hear uh, Mr. Tim come over the announcements with his voice because there are no announcing systems. <laughs> to who it may concern, the talent show is about to start. Contestants, please prepare. And all of those who have come to watch, behold the first act. Punk and funk. Okay. For, as a DM note, how the talent show is going to work in regards to your roles. Each team or performer will, uh, or each performing act will get three roles. You'll get two roles that are, like, based on your act itself like, let's say you want to do acrobatics and do gymnastics. You get two roles of whichever particular skill associates with that to add to a total of your three roles, and everyone has to roll for performance to just see how well you do with the crowd. So the all of the acts will go throughout their performance, and then... They will get three rolls periodically. We will add up the total, and at the end, whoever has the highest rolls will win. So, highest, you know, first, second, and third. All right. Any questions? Mm, no. Do we get any, any uh, points for creativity? You'll, you can get inspiration, okay. which is like advantage that you okay. can choose to use whenever you would like. Okay. I have a question. Okay. My uh, if I use a weapon, would that? I guess that would be a strength. Roll? It depends what you're doing with the weapon. Like if you're breaking something, then it's no. Then no. It's kind of. I don't want to spoil it, but I will. I'd be using an ability of one of my weapons. You get three I'd rolls. Be, I'd be swinging it. <laughs> you get three rolls. You get to decide how those rolls are used. Strength. Okay. Swing. All right. First up is Punk and Funk. You see the two twin brothers come out on the stage with their electric lutes, and they say, What's up, Bywood? Are you ready to rumble? 
and they start playing the most dubious licks you've ever heard. Yeah. Funk and Funk's performance continues on for several minutes as they yell into the microphone. <laughs> All right, and they're going to take their roles now. You guys will find out what they are after they get, you know, after we get to the end of the talent show. All right. Next, we have up Giselle and Phoebe. Okay, so before we start, I'm going to catch... Also, the crowd cheered. They're like, yeah, that was sick. That was fucking sick. They're not cheering for Giselle because they know her. No, she didn't have a lot of friends. I didn't. Your dad's cheering in the yeah. background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go Giselle! So, before we start, I'm going to cast Bardin, Bardic Inspiration on uh, Sister Phoebe. And so, she okay. gets to roll a d6 for any, any... Whenever we do one of our rolls, yeah. Yeah, she can add, like, she can add the d6 onto whatever one of those rolls are. Do you want us to go ahead and tell you what our rolls are going to be? Yes. Okay. Wait, uh, yeah, like what categories? Yes. Acrobatics. Okay. <laughs> then we'll do performance because we have to do that. And then I'm going to do religion. Okay. Acrobatics, performance, and religion. And you'll see. Okay. Okay. Are you guys ready? I'm so nervous. <laughs> Sister Phoebe, I'm so nervous. You see, you see Brock in the back just like, That's my daughter! Woo! Okay, okay. Does this mic work? Is it working? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna start. Play a song! I am. Okay. I'm a bard from Bywood, and I'm here to perform for everyone here. But Sister Phoebe is pole dancing now, <laughs> and now it's my turn to... Sister Phoebe goes over to one of the support posts holding up the concert thingy, and she starts pole dancing on it. She rubs her body provocatively. Little does everyone know that this is something that she learned in church. Oh. Yes. She's rubbing her body provocatively on the pole and she eventually starts to climb up it and is now upside down and that's how i'm gonna end the dancing well give me your rolls okay okay you do acrobatics first what was the act oh you're climbing the pole as well and pole yeah dancing? she's pole dancing too okay. yeah yeah okay yeah, i should have described that i guess okay Sorry. uh six plus six twelve for acrobatics okay Thirteen plus eight, twenty-one for uh, performance. Yeah, Lee. All right, and then I'm gonna roll religion. That is eleven plus my D six roll from Bardic yeah. Inspiration. Six, so 
17. Alright. We slayed that, Sister Phoebe. The I crowd? I would also like to remind the crowd. Well, the, the, hush. Hush, you don't know. The crowd goes well, wild as they thought that was much better than the first performance. You can tell through their enthusiasm. Like, yeah! Oh my god! You see a lot of girls just flash the stage and throw their tunics up on the stage. Power. They're like, yeah! Mm-hmm. I bet they weren't expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mr. Tim's a little flustered. Says, oh, ne- next we have, uh, uh, Yato. And Yato comes silently up onto the stage. And he looks at the crowd, puts his hands at his side, and bows. And then turns as a, uh, groupie pulls out a dummy, like, made out of wood and wheels it over to the side. Yato then, standing back, puts gets into a kneeling position and puts two hands over his sword. And then he, with a flash faster than light itself, slashes and is on the other side of the dummy. The crowd gasps. (gasps) And it seems as if nothing really happened. He moved really fast. But then, suddenly, the dummy falls over in half, cut, but as it's falling, Yato makes a gigantic backflip up into the air with a miraculous landing and cuts the dummy further. The crowd gasps again. <gasps> and then, last but not least, he throws his sword up into the air and it lands perfectly on the dummy's head lying on the ground and they gasp once more (gasps) Yato turns to the crowd and bows retrieves his sword and walks off stage the crowd has no response I love you Yato (laughs) Rhaegar in the back (laughs) alright I'm nervous. These, these guys are good, you know. Sister. We did everything that we could. Just we out. gave it all of our best. Alright, next up, we have Organborg and Rhaegar. Okay, before we start, I'm gonna rub Organborg's head. And now I'm gonna cast Rally. Any okay. creature of my choosing that is able to hear me gets a. Creature you die, which is a d6. Uh, if they use a melee weapon, uh, support, uh, uh, superi- <laughs> superiority die, which is a d6, Yes. to his attack roll. Which Organ is, board can't read unless it's in chalk, that's uh, our problem. Okay, so I cast Rally, and then Organ board and I are going to walk to opposite sides of the stage. Oh, okay. Organboard readies his chief, chieftain's fury, ready as if he was going to attack. You see Rhaegar taking a very, very deep breath. Okay. Then we run, start sprinting at each other as fast as we can. Go ahead and make your first roll. What is it? What is your first roll? A- athletics. What are your rolls? Mine's gonna be a strength roll for when I swing. Okay. 
Alright, so. Plus, plus D6. Plus oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell the audio podcast how many fingers you uh, just that put was up. A four. <laughs> that is a four. Strength, we can still pull this. Okay. Oh, plus my strength. That'll be an eight. Oh, it's an eight. Okay, it's an eight. A D20 for athletics. Oh, rolling that 20. Nice. So what what are you doing, though? Describe to me and the listeners. I am running across this stage, and I'm flipping and twisting and turning and back flipping, kick tripping. I mean, I'm doing the sickest tricks you've ever seen. I mean, I'm cartwheeling. I'm superior healing. I mean, it's it's good. It's good. When Organborg and I are about to meet, I'm going to swing my Chieftain's Fury and throw the flames towards Rhaegar. Okay. And I am going to cast my Dragon's Breath. Oh. And go ahead and roll your last roll for performance, but you get advantage with your nat 20. 19. Well, 20. Nice. All right. So Describe what happens. When, uh, when our flames hit together, they explode and just create like a firework of flames. and It's beautiful, beautiful colors of blue. It, oh. it, it creates a picture fire. of us <laughs> with our arms around each other in brotherly arms. The crowd's like, aww. And then when the flames subside, you hear cheering, yeah, woo, that was sick. Again? Uh, I don't think we can do it again. <laughs> the stage is partially destroyed, singed in flames. Uh, all right. Mr. Tim says, that was Organborg and Rhaegar. Very well, the very well. Boys. All right. Last but not least, we have Toral and Quaza. Old-timey music starts to play. like And then Toral and Quaza come out. Quaza is in a box, and Toral is... Walking out with his top hat, says, Hi, welcome to the Toral and Quaza Magic Show. And from the crowd you hear, Get on with it already. Come on. And then he said, Toral responds with, Have a fine, fine, fine. Man, you are very impatient. But first, I need a volunteer. Anyone? Any takers? Many hands shoot up across the crowd. He says, hmm, yes, I see many good choices, but I think there's someone a bit more qualified. And Toral snaps his fingers, and Rhaegar, pulled by the coin in his pocket, is brought forth to the stage through the backdrop. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving a dragonborn-sized hole in the backdrop. Ah, uh, this is my good friend, Rhaegar. I hate you. Well, now, now you volunteered, my good friend. Everyone cheers. There's a roll. All right. He says, now, now, please, sir, tell me, tell me. You still have the coin, yes? <sighs> Rhaegar takes out the coin and hands it to Toro. He says, ah, magnificent. Quaza, if you don't mind. And she said, sure, 
and she opens her mouth. He drops the coin into her mouth, and she swallows it. She says, Yum. Just great. He says, Atta girl. Now, Rhaegar, if you would be so kind, that display of fire was magnificent, and it would seem that we have lost your lucky coin. And there's but one way to retrieve it from inside Quaza, inside this box. Would you be so kind as to uh, burn her to ash for me, good sir? Well, actually, as it seems, I can only use my dragon's breath after I've rested for a long time. Ah, ah, no matter. I'll cast Fireball. And he casts Fireball (laughs) onto Quaza in the box, burning her (laughs) to smithereens, which sets off pandemonium amongst the crowd as they all scream at the sight of a woman being disintegrated in front of them. And then, in the midst of the ashes... Coral reaches down and picks up the coin. He says, ta-da! The crowd, horrified, is like, boo, boo! He says, now, 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 calm yourselves. The show's not over. In fact, I, I think I need another volunteer. Quaza, and from the ashes, a very, very teeny, tiny Quaza stands up naked and throws her hands up and says, Ta-da! The crowd's, like, very puzzled at this point. They're not sure where this is going, but it's it's going somewhere, they assume. And he says, Well, fine. If that doesn't interest you, how about this? And he claps his hands together, and Quaza grows Slowly, but ever so slightly, she begins to grow and grow and grow until finally she becomes like 30 feet tall, still naked. And she begins to cough. She's, Toro, I don't think you did it right. And she, he says, Now, nah, Quasa, please, you know me better than that. What's wrong, my dear? And she says, and she pulls the box she was in out of her mouth and <laughs> says, Ta-da! <laughs> Ew. The crowd says the same. <laughs> they are not very amused. There's a few sympathy laughs. <laughs> but mostly, boo! And he says, well, I never. Ugh. And Toral leaves. Storms off stage with his giant assistant. But as he leaves, a different coin falls from his pocket and is on stage. I pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) I want that thing. Uh, Roll investigation on the coin for me. 13. Okay. 14. On one side... There is a picture of a very happy face, like a like the, a picture of the masks of uh, yeah. of the tragedy and uh, comedy masks, and you see a very happy mask on one side, and on the other, a very very sad mask. 
other than that, you can't tell much else about the coin. Can you roll perception? Uh, no, nah, perception wouldn't work. If you want to do anything, you can roll arcana. Seventeen. You can tell this coin, unlo- or similar to Organborg's head, seems to deal with luck magic. I'm gonna take this coin. <laughs> All right. And Mr. Timms flies onto stage and he says, "Well, what a sightly performance that was! My, my, my. Well." Folks, it's going to take us a minute to uh, rally all the scores, but we will let you know immediately when we have our first, second, and third winners. And the crowd starts to talk amongst themselves, and you guys now have a little bit of time to talk to yourselves while the judges count. Okay, I'm going to go up to Organborg. Organborg. Yo, I think that magician was dealing in luck magic. I found this coin, and it has a mask on one side of a very happy face. Other side has a very bad face. Now, if I'm correct, there's a 50-50 chance that we can get really lucky or we can get really unlucky. Hmm. The question is, if I flip this coin, one of them is going to happen. Do we take that risk? If we do, not right now. <laughs> not right now. Okay. I'll put the coin away. I don't show it to the girls just yet. Put the coin away. Okay, do you want to put it in the bag of holding or on your person? I'm going to put it on my person. Okay. All right. You guys. I feel up. like we did really good. Y'all did great. Y'all did really good. Did y'all like it? You was we dancing did. really weird. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. I yeah. forgot that I didn't have any clothes on under my robe. Yeah, I didn't I think religious people danced. It's the only way to worship the mother properly. Oh. Bye. By also worshiping your own body. Yes. Yes. Poetic. Did y'all like my song? I wrote yes. it myself. It great. <laughs> great. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. How did you guys feel about our fire performance? It was beautiful. It was. That was great. Thank you. Great. What about my tricks and flips and dips? And Dude, they were amazing. The best I've ever seen you I do know. them. I know. I know. I almost tripped. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Timms flies onto the stage and he says. <clears throat> All right, all right. We have our results in, and who the winner is may surprise you. Ugh. No. <laughs> in third place, we have the brothers Punk and Funk, and you see the two twins come up, just not not that disappointed, but they're not happy, and they're like, whatever. We did very well. We didn't. Someone's better than their brother. Whatever. Uh, whatever. And he's, Mr. Tim says, For you, my good fellows, how much gold? 150 gold. They, uh, the brothers are like, Fine, whatever. And they snatch it and storm off stage, looking rather mad. Kind of sore losers. He says, in second place, we have Rhaegar and Organborg. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> and he presents the two of you with a black clarinet sitting atop a red, very nice pillow. He says, this is Squidward the Bard's 
Clary, the clarinet, said to have an untold power over squid and all mollusks. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Timms. My pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) And last, but certainly not least, ladies and gentlemen, our first place winners, Giselle and Sister Phoebe. Oh my gosh, this is the best day of my life. And Mr. Timms is not holding anything when you guys come up on stage, though. And for you, the first place prize and he flaps his bird wings as a portal into hell opens in the shape of a fiddle and a red scaly hand slaps out a gold fiddle and drops it in front of you for you to catch does your god approve this make a someone make a dex save to catch the fiddle before it hits the ground Eleven. You manage. Wait, fourteen. Fourteen, sorry. You get the fiddle. Thank goodness. You catch it before it hits the ground. But it is quite heavy because gold weighs a ton. And a golden fiddle weighs like 45 pounds. I'm strong. (laughs) Yeah. My ladies, this is the famous fiddle of Johnny from the land of Georgia. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad, my love. You earned it. You deserve it. We now both deserve it. Go relish in your gifts. And everyone, please stay around for the festivities after the show. I couldn't have done this without you, Sister Phoebe. I can't I think can't. of a more perfect gift for you. I want to blow this clarinet. Okay. <laughs> 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 You guys did great. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Y'all did great, too. We swept. Should we go rob those guys? Who was fourth and fifth? Uh, fifth was Toral and Quaza. They did really bad. And uh, fourth was Yato. Poor Yato. He's not going to get his So is this now. solely based on our roles? Yeah. Interesting. I want to go talk to Yato. Like, y'all could have lost. Like, I was... Yeah. Y'all 100% No, yeah, lost. I was thinking about that. I was worried. Yeah. Um, I think that... Giselle, we should go talk to um, Punk and Funk. <laughs> yeah. I just really want to congratulate them all on go talk to I, think, I think that it shows good sportsmanship to, sh- to go say, you know, congratulations I agree. to the losers, too. We want to walk up to them. we got to find them first. Because okay. they stormed off. Funk! <laughs> Where are you? Should I roll investigation? or You would... You could roll investigation for, like, the square. Okay. Um, three, twelve. You can tell that there's no sign of punk and funk in the square. But you can see Yato and an, a rather disappointed Toral and Quaza. I want to go talk to Yato. I'll go with him. All right. As you approach, Yato sees you and he says, My friends, please. There must be something we can do. I must, must get this clarinet. Yato, what do you have for us? I will pay you handsomely. 
I don't know if that's enough. Well. This was Squidward, the Bard's clarinet. Yes, I, I know, I know. But I must have this clarinet if I am to return home. Return home? Yes. It is, uh, how would you say, a long story. Aren't they all? <laughs> what happens if I blow this clarinet, Yata? Then you will, depending on how well you can play its notes, have control over squids and mollusks. Does that include snails? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I want to give this to you. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, Dragonborn. I have a question for you. How did you learn those swordsman skills? I come from a land south of here. You may have heard of it. I'm from the Southern Isle. Recently, my people have been cut off from the mainland for many years, but this is no place to talk. If you wish to talk to me further, here is my hotel room. <laughs> he gives you his information about his hotel room. Borg, we've got to go. Thanks. <laughs> is there anything else you want to tell him? We'll, we'll, we'll speak to you later, guys. Um, did you happen to see where um, Honk and Funk went? Yes, yes. Uh, I believe they stormed off toward outside of town, uh, northward. We I just want to congratulate them. Yato eyes you. Bro, you just made him sus. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sure. What? They did good, did they not? They did very well. Anyways, we should speak to Toral and Quaza as well and congratulate them too. I agree. Um, can we go talk to them? Yeah, if you want to. Okay. We approach. We go, we go talk to Toral and Quaza. Hey guys! We just wanted to say that we thought you did really good. <sighs> Toral sadly looks down. He says, No one just respects good old magic anymore. Hey, Quaza, she says, they sure don't, boss. They sure don't. Is she still wearing clothes? She put some on. Okay, good. Okay. Well, you know, I just feel like y'all might need to try something else because almost everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people have magic and spells these days, so you might want to look into something else. You, well, we have spells, but the art, the true meaning of magic is stage performance, he says as he throws his hands up like Spongebob does that one time to make a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> well, we think that you did really good, and we're sorry that the audience just doesn't appreciate good performance these days. <sighs> I suppose we're a dying breed, huh, Quaza? She says, you got it, boss, as they sulk off into the crowd. Hey guys, I have something to show you. I was going to use it for the performance, just in case me and Organborg didn't win. But Toral did drop this. I'll show him the coin. On this side, it's a happy, it's a happy mask. If you flip it, it's a sad mask. I think he was dabbling in luck magic to try and twist the show. But, I think he flipped it bad. I think that's why they just didn't get what they wanted. But he dropped it, and I now have it. And I just wanted to let you guys know. Well, we're keeping it, right? Yes. Okay, yes, perfect. we are. I'll put it back. 
thanks for letting us know. So are y'all gonna go talk to Yato, or are we gonna try and? We should go congratulate Punk and Funk. I think so too. Let's head off in the distance that we were told they were heading. We go north. All right. As you guys come up to the uh, northern edge of town, you hear the two brothers, Punk and Funk, yelling at one another. What are we gonna do now? I don't know, Punk. Okay, I don't know. Look. If you would have been just a little more on point, okay? It's like, <gasps> don't you dare say I was off key, brother. You know, you know I practiced for hours. Yeah, punk, and I practiced for days. What are we going to do when Master appears? Oh, we walk up. Hey, guys. Shut up, shut up. Man, hey, man, shut up. You, you shut up. We just hey. wanted to come and congratulate you on your win. 150 gold pieces is a lot of money. And we thought that you did impeccable. Somebody roll perception. Hey. You can tell Punk and Funk are not happy that you guys are there. <laughs> You see Funk's eyes locked onto the golden fiddle. You like that fiddle? Huh? We should have won that first place prize. Well, you shouldn't have sucked. (laughs) What he said. (laughs) Please. It was stacked against our favor. The judge is one of Giselle's best friends from what we hear. And yo mama. Yeah. Yo, mama, so. (laughs) (laughs) She needs three buses to get to work. What's a bus? Yo, mama's so big, even Dora couldn't explore. Who is Punk and Funk looking at each other confused? What the? What are they? I don't. I don't know. They're calling your mama fat. Is there any specific reason you wanted to win? So bad. Like, what would you get out of it? Punk and Funk starting to get a little antsy look at one another. They said, we really need that fiddle. Why? Maybe we could strike a deal if you just tell us. What would it take for you guys to give us that fiddle? Kill your brother and give us the 150 (laughs) gold pieces. Funk and Punk looking at each other and at the same time say, Me? That one. (laughs) Funk. Punk turns and looks at Funk, and Funk looks at Punk, and he says, you know what'll happen if I don't get this fiddle. He says, I know. And immediately puts his hands on his brother's head and explodes it with lightning. Funk is dead. Off of his cold corpse, Punk picks up the 150 gold and says, Hand me the fiddle. I want to cast Spiritual Weapon. You want to fight him? I want to cast Spiritual Weapon. So if you want to fight him, you got to roll initiative. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody picks up a dice. I just want to. You got to roll initiative. I'm going to add this in. I'm going to add this in. I'm going to add this in. Punk. I, I was joshing, man. That was a that was a joke. You're gonna kill your own brother. That was terrible. Instrument? Why do you need this so bad? Punk's eyes just twitch. 
as lightning starts to spew from his fingertips. Guys, just let it be. You dare make a deal with the demon and you won't honor it? I just killed my brother for this deal. And he erupts into a lightning body demon. And he says, Bring it on, losers. I like him. I'm scared of him, but I like him. And that is the end of this episode. Oh my god. Next episode, we will start with the fight between Punk and our four heroes. See you guys next week. Anything anybody wants to add before we out? Was that Punk or Punk? Punk's dead. Punk, Punk's here to punk y'all shit because you just made him kill his brother and then lied to him about the deal. Damn, we just want to rob him. <laughs> I just wanted some money, man. Well, uh, he would have given it to you for the fiddle. I mean, I don't want to get rid of it. There's something cool about it. Okay, till next time. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next time.